Hello and welcome to Around the World in 80 Comedians. My name is Steve Healy and this is the podcast for comedy and travel fans where we find out more about a particular country or city through the minds of the most observant creatures of all, comedians. Today we're going to Ireland and in particular Limerick. So the plan is to do a number of shows with Irish comedians. And I'm starting with Dermot Roach, who is one of my best mates in comedy. Dermot lives in London, but he's from Limerick. He's a very, very funny guy. I've lost count of the number of times we've gigged together and gone drinking together. We even went on holiday together once. Hmm. I'm going to be talking to Dermot about Limerick. And this is a special episode, not only because Dermot's such a great mate of mine, but also because this is the first ever episode I actually recorded at home. So Dermot literally came over and we had a pizza and we recorded this. So you might hear some munching of pizza. So I apologise for that. We've also added something new in the podcast from this week. I'm going to start asking comedians for their three travel tips. So listen out for that. Also, before we kick off, I do want to say thank you for all the people who've been downloading the show and sharing it. Um, I really, really, really appreciate it. Over the last few weeks, we've just had this surge of people who've been listening and downloading. And um, and that's great. Wonderful news. Also, thank you to all the people who've donated to the show through Ko-fi. You can do that. You can buy me a coffee on ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash around the world. Go on there. And um, yeah, you can donate the price of a coffee. Three pounds, that's the price of a coffee in London nowadays. Right, and that's it. So without further ado, let's get into Limerick with Dermot Roach. It's Dermot Roach all the way from Ireland. Hey. Yeah. From Limerick. What's your story, Dermot? Who the hell are you? Uh, I'm Dermot. I'm just trying to... Trying to grind and do some comedy. So you started off in Limerick? Yes. No, I started off in uh, Galway, actually. I was living there for nine years. Okay. But, I mean, there's only 70 miles away from Limerick, so I was right. up and down quite regularly to see my family. Right, and is there a comedy... Obviously, there's a massive comedy scene in Ireland, but what's yep. Limerick like for people who want to do comedy? Well, it's the third biggest city, and you do get big gigs and big comedians coming there, but uh, some every now and then it's really down to whoever wants to do comedy at the time will run right. their own little club at, at, at that time so at the moment there's a place called Shamazel Comedy Club in Limerick I, I haven't been there but I've been booked or promised to be booked at some point right, to okay. get down there so yeah it's just someone who wants to do comedy probably run their own club for a while and they might peter out and then someone else takes up the mantle there is an audience there is a course yeah yeah people like to, people like to go out and uh, see what's going on well, see actually there's a good one for you now because in the university which is just outside the city um, they'll have their own little kind of comedy society, so they'll have their own gigs as well. But you I mean you have your normal, your normal citizens, taxpayers, and all that? They kind of have what it go to see the little clubs in town, you know. Right. Let's get into Limerick. You left Limerick. Yep. And would you ever go back? Uh, for what? Like for a visit? Yeah, I have family there, so yes. <laughs> would you ever go back to live? I don't know. Uh, it, I I've kind of. Lived in a few other places in my time now, so I'm, I'm quite. Do you know what? I'm actually genuinely scared of upsetting everybody by going fuck no way. <laughs> no, I, w- I would, I suppose, under the right circumstances. Uh, okay. I mean, if they moved it closer to the equator. If you had to describe Limerick in a sentence, how would you describe it? Hard working, uh, hilarious people, and awful weather. They genuinely are the funniest people you meet. Usually. Okay. I, I you know, I have, I have so many friends there that like are infinitely funnier than I ever will be. And you know what, you just have to kind of 
say, right, well, I'm doing the jokes now, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the one who bothered to get up on stage, right, the rest right, of you can right. go swivel. Uh, what's, the, what's the worst thing about people from Limerick? Or about Limerick itself, but uh, not the weather, except the weather? It's got a reputation for, uh, for violence. Where did this reputation come from? Oh, the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it, it was called Stab City uh, unceremoniously for a long time in Irish media. There was like a drug war uh, about 10, 15 years ago there. Uh, a major wow. one where a lot of people got killed. Wow! And uh, but they all got busted and uh, put away. So there's still like kind of bubbles of swells of violence here and there for these kind of drug gangs. Right. But I mean, you can live your entire life and not ever see them or deal with them. You know. Well, just say an alien was to land uh, right now, and I, he was to ask you about Limerick. How do you describe Limerick to an alien? What would he say to an alien what about you, Limerick? Yep, yep, yep. Um, have you got your papers? Right, okay, first right. thing, very important. There's a thing called direct provision if you don't. So, yeah, no, what I said, go go visit the castle, uh, go to Toman Park, watch a rugby match, or uh, I think Limerick football are playing there now as well. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing, like, sport in Limerick is massive. Right, okay. There is, is like, I, I'm not a big into sports myself at all, um, I don't really care for it, but i tell you something, there's some great boxers out of Limerick, um, the Munster rugby team right. work out of there, they're pretty big. That's it. Okay, brilliant. Oh, wait, no, no, wait, so hey, that's no, what no. you tell an alien. You tell him, go see the sports. Well, if you like running, there's a good library there and uh, with, a nice, <laughs> with a series of audiobooks. And the Hunt Museum is there, which is pretty good, actually. There's a, the what a, museum? The Hunt Museum. Hunt Museum. Which is right beside my friend's house. What's at the Hunt Museum? There's a Gauguin picture there. Um, there's actually there's a portrait of God, which you'd never see anywhere. Wow. I've never seen any in any museum wow. I've been to. There's all, well, any kind of... Uh, Picture of God, it's usually an action shot. Yes, he's touching people's hands, yes. that kind of stuff. And but in, um, in the but Hunt Museum, in the Hunt Museum, there's like a full-on ID style photograph, but it's a painting wow. hundreds of years ago of God, and he follows you around the room. Wow, much like the real one. Does everybody know each other in Limerick? Uh, well, it's kind of like a population of 80,000. Okay, but like the outlying area, like there's a lot of it in County Clare as well, right? And County Limerick's quite massive too, or big. Yeah, and so like. People know each other uh, in the city, and yeah, a lot of people do know each other, really. For people who've never been to Ireland, it, would Limerick be, or Ireland, would it be a bit like Father Ted, in uh, the way that everyone knows each other and kind of A particular is, generation of people, yes. definitely, yeah. Uh, and in, in certain areas, it would be like that. Like, it's bit, like out in the west of Ireland, in um, Connemara and any of, the, any of the towns there, right, okay. very much like that. Okay. Not, not, like, I mean, they have the internet and shit, but like, I mean, okay. yeah. But, but yeah, there is kind of a, a general kind of idiosyncrasy. Limerick isn't the most touristy place in the world, right? But what's its reputation? I met a man from Belfast one time, and this is a man who grew up in the Troubles. Right. With when they're called the Troubles, I mean right. it was it was the um the daily shooting of people and blowing up of everything. Yes. It was horrific. Right. I told him I was from Limerick, and he went, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> and I was like, "Hang on a minute, man! I had a TV in the eighties. I know what you guys were up to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hang on, like I mean you you'd have to go in it. You'd have to go home at seven in the evening. There was." You know what I mean? This was yeah. insane. Like, and, and you were saying, oh, Jesus, yeah, to me. He like, down on Limerick. Yeah, he did, yeah. So, but is Limerick considered to be a bit of a shithole then? Uh, like in Ireland, amongst Irish people? It's it's a different type of city than, than say, Dublin or Galway or Cork. Um, the, the tourism industry isn't as strong, so it's more kind of a manufacturing base. Right. Yeah. yeah. You think tourists should go? I think tourists should go. Limerick's uh, steeped in history. I mean, it's... It's older than London, actually. And it looks at... Give, <laughs> give me a, an example of something old that there is in Limerick. King John's Castle. King John's Castle. What's King, King John's, John's Castle? Uh, really? It's a castle, but I'm gonna tell, I won't say who owns it. It's got a weird history, man. It, it's, uh, it, it, also, it was under siege twice. I mean, Limerick was its own... It be, yeah, it became a, a socialist Soviet 
Republic for a week and a half. Okay. In the early 1900s. Okay, we need to go into that. It was a, a worker. Bit. It was a worker strike, uh, right. and, and the, it kind of got out of hand. Right. So what happened was there's two sides of the city, Irish town and English town. So the guys in Irish town decided to have their own Soviet, print their own money, and um, that lasted for a week and a half. I have actually been to Limerick. Before. You have that's right. I have been me. to Limerick before. I uh, I was driving through Limerick to go somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason. I think I've been driving for a while. I don't know. I think I've been driving up from Cork, maybe. This, so- this sounds like the start of a horror movie, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We ran out of petrol. I think, actually, <laughs> we did actually run out of petrol. And I ended up sleeping in, uh, um, like, a car park near a big pharmacy. That's the hotel. In Limerick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there didn't seem to be a lot of... It didn't really seem to be geared for tourists very much. Well, it's a weird one because... Uh, and I noticed this about Belfast as well when I went there. That after 5pm, the people clear out of the city centre. Right. So there is, like, kind of hot spots where bars are and stuff like that. People might be go there, you know, uh, not so much during the week, but definitely at the weekends. But yeah. after 5 p.m., when the business is done, people just tend to go home. Right. So it kind of quietens down a bit, right, you know. Right, so right. it's a bit kind of, a bit different to that. When I lived in uh, Galway, the, I mean, as soon as 5 p.m. finished, the party started kind of kicking off, right, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so there's not a lot, a lot of, like, night spots and hot spots. Well, well, there is. Like, there's nightclubs and so on. There's a kind of a... An area now where there's kind of a lot, there's a lot of bars and clubs, kind of. Okay. I don't get to see it. I do go to Tom Collins's when I'm back, though. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Tom Waits goes drinking there as well. It's one of these Irish bars that uh, a lot of poets and artists drinking. Got all the trappings of that. It's a dark place, and the Guinness is good. If someone was to say, right, what are the three best places to go to in Limerick? What would you suggest? Tolman Park. Go watch a match for yourself just to see the madness yeah. of that. And uh, oh, go to the Limerick Market on a, on a Saturday morning. That thing's been there for hundreds of years in this one place. In, in Limerick for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's it's really cool. So you can get anything from stolen tools wow. to T shirts to, to F off and stuff Just like in that. the market. Yeah in the market and you and they've they've kind of somewhat gentrified it now. You can get pancakes. This is Dammit. Isn't it great? Right, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping. I've already mentioned Kofi. I'll do that again. It's Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash around the world. You can chuck three pounds my way from there. Thank you to all the people who have already. Um, you, you can do it again, you know. So those people who have um, bought me a coffee, if you want, you can buy me another one. That would be great. Also, thank you to all the people who came to our Nevermind the Backstop show in Manchester last week. If you're listening to this in real time, we're doing a tour, never mind the backstop. The idea of the tour was it was supposed to go over the the last days of Brexit. Um, we might have to extend it now. Who knows? We are doing another show on the 14th of April at Top Secret Comedy Club in Covent Garden. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so come down to that. Also, a reminder about my preview. I'm doing a preview of my new show. It's called Steve Healy, The Sexy Environmentalist. It's a very good show. The preview is happening in Soho on the 1st of May. And you are invited to this preview. You can get a free ticket. All you have to do is just send an email to steve at stevehealy.com and just write free in the subject. And um, I'll give you a free ticket. You do have to be in London, though, obviously. Right. And um, that's about it. So let's get back to Limerick and Ireland and Dermot Roach.
It's a good art college there. It's really good. And their fashion school there is like one of the best in the world. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really weird because you get this mix of like working class, middle class, and then you also get like this student class that are there and to a really high degree and to a really high level of, um, of, of, of education there. They're, it's fantastic in lots of ways. You meet a tourist and you, you really don't like this person. Mm-hmm. You like, and he's like, right, what, what should I do on a Saturday night? But you, but you don't like this person, right? You, so you don't want him to have a good time mm-hmm. at all. What would you suggest? Go up to the steering wheel. What, what's the steering wheel? <laughs> it's a pub. I don't okay. know if it's still open, actually. But I know, it, was a, it was one that um, a friend of mine put posters for a fake uh, series of bands put someone's mobile number on it and he was getting threatening phone calls for the night <laughs> wow oh. <laughs> <laughs> I visit Limerick for a week what's more likely I'll get an STD or I'll get stabbed I mean that Objects. depends on how much game you have you see that's the right. trick you see I mean I can't I mean I can't go around there promising anything for you <laughs> because like, with any trip it's what you make of it it's, right so okay. you know it's like you go to Limerick and if you go out there into the bars and in the evenings and maybe hit plenty of fish or something like that and, right. and you could you could, There's a good you, probably, you could get a SED by Wednesday yeah, okay. if you went on a Monday hey, cool that's quite good that's almost as good as Craig David <laughs> <laughs> what's what's more likely get mugged or get harassed by the police uh, mugged. Uh, mugged. The, the police are very polite. Okay, three things that a visitor should bring with them to Limerick. Change of clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to go out, you can't wear tackies, we call them. What are tackies? Runners or okay. sh- running shoes. Okay. Um, so yeah, you won't get into many bars with tackies on. Right. And weirdly enough, actually, because the only other place in the world that I know of that call them tackies is in South Africa. Wow. So I don't know whether it was a Limerick man invented apartheid. Uh, or what happened? But there but should it, be some connection. There's, there's a connection, connection there, there somewhere, yeah. Right, okay. Or someone came over from <laughs> South Africa and went, yeah, we're calling them this now. <laughs> okay, so, so. Oh, yeah, and what else is about money, uh, change of clothes, and bring uh, a jacket for the rain. Is it always raining? You Believe it or not, I lived in Galway for nine years and it rains way more up there than it does in Limerick. Right. But if you go to Dublin, it rains way less than both of those places. The right. rain kind of tires itself out from the Atlantic by the time mm. it gets to Dublin. Before we started recording, we were talking about kind of strange little villages and places around Oh, uh, well, there's loads of towns outside it. I mean, there's, if you go down, you can go to Kerry quite quickly out of Limerick. Okay. Uh, so Abbey Field is on the border between the two. That's a weird place. What is this place called again? Abbey Field. Abbey Field. Monastery okay. Right, okay. That's that's quite like, of course. Okay. And, um, yeah, man, it, it's like, right, there's a chain of takeaway restaurants called Supermax in Ireland. Supermax. And there was a Supermaz in Abbey Field, Supermans, and some other kind of super... They're right. just the three people that tried to knock it off. Right, okay. <laughs> trying to right. knock off this... So, what sort this, of food is it? So it's just, like, just takeaway food. Okay, right. But all their food had stuffing with it. Like, as in sage like, and onion stuff. Oh, like as in like roast turkey stuff. Roast like, turkey stuff, stuff, sage and onion stuff. Yeah, 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 but it was like if you buy a chicken with some chips, there's like a lot of stuffing at the bottom. Okay. Really, no, but it don't, doesn't happen anywhere else. So it's not an Irish thing. Stuffing with, it's not like a... I didn't think so until I went there, you know. Okay, okay, and, uh, okay. But you can only really get it if you go to the border of the two counties. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's wow. around, it's so kind of a hot spot around there. Wow. Newcastle West, I think, as well, which is further up. I, I was dating a girl there years ago, and we went to a nightclub called Ruby's outside of town, right? Very nice. And you had to get a bus out there. To the nightclub. To the nightclub. Right. Right, and it was fucking mayhem inside there. Everyone was just fighting. In the it was, it was like lower decks of the Titanic kind of stuff, you know. Okay, I mean? well, it, it was insane. 
Right. And the Royal, and then so a big club like a was it, all, like it was like a, it was well the country. So it was like a massive barn. Wow. Okay. And um, you know just the standard kind of awful kind of low end techno. Yeah. Pop kind of stuff. You right. know, being played. This was the nineties. Yeah, two thousand. Okay. Yeah, or late nineties, two thousand. Yeah. So we get outside after about being an hour and a half in there, and uh, everyone's just kicking the shit out of each other outside. Beating the crap out wow. of each other, like like full on, like they were going for it. And the thing was, they were both as energized as each other. I don't know why, but they were just like leathering each other. Right. Okay. Like nonstop. Uh, so Everyone's a, on their feet. No a one lot of fell. people. Like uh, yeah, there was like, like about fifteen of them. 15. So what happened then? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in this bus waiting to go back into town. <laughs> and then the fight stops. They all just get onto the bus and they're bleeding and so on and then. Everyone just sits down quietly. The bus drives back into the into the, into Abbey Field. Everyone goes back into the takeaway. Just beating the shit out of each other again. In the takeaway yeah. while they're waiting for their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How far out from Limerick is this? Uh, we're 30, 40 miles or so. Whenever you get back to Limerick, do you ever try to go down? To absolutely this? not. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no. Uh, how expensive is Limerick? One, is it's the cheapest place in the world. Ten, is it's the most expensive place in the world. So, go. Uh, five, it's cheaper than Dublin, cheaper than Galway, cheaper than Cork. How racist is it? One to ten. Uh, it depends where you're from. <laughs> that's what I found out. Were, okay, it, 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 you know what? It's definitely gotten better. It, it was a, it was a. They had a few years of being terribly shocked. I think by by new people coming in. It really kind of uh, that hurt me a lot, to be honest. To see that, to give all the Irish people all over the world going to places and working and trying to get on, and then someone else tries to do it in Ireland, and they were getting hell. You know, yeah, that really bothered me. Yeah, but it's it's definitely come on now because see what what, what happened is a lot of, we got a big influx of people from different countries. I mean, they got started like uh, hanging out with the with the locals, and yeah, uh, yeah. So you get like just loads of people of kind of mixed race, different cultures in right. there now, and it's it's a hell of a lot better than it was. Obviously, I'm from that one half a generation before that, so I'm technically pure blood and inbred. <laughs> if I was to ask you for a slogan for Limerick, what would it be? Um, harden up. Harden up, <laughs> Limerick. Harden up. That's brilliant. And finally, your three travel tips for anyone going anywhere. For anyone going anywhere. Bring enough money. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Have someone to ring. Let's have someone <laughs> to ring. Yeah. And just, you know, keep out of trouble. Don't fight with anybody. There you go, brilliant. And, and, just, and just, uh, just stay away from people. Okay, that's four <laughs> tips there from Dermot. Four, four nicely wonder- xenophobic as well. Just four, stay away from people. Yes, four <laughs> wonderful tips from Dermot. Right, Dermot, if anyone would like to follow you on social media or anything, what should they do? I deleted Twitter. Right. Uh, I'm getting rid of my Instagram. Uh, I have a Facebook to book gigs only. I really, I want no uh, part of social media. Brilliant. If you want to follow, you want to follow me, you want to follow me on social media, follow Steve, get a message. Okay, there you go. Brilliant. Yeah. Lovely stuff. David Roach, thank you. Yay! Yay. That was Dermot. That was great. I really enjoyed that. And thank you for travel. It was very practical. Thanks again to everybody who's uh, who's been listening to the show. Again, like I say, please spread the word. I really appreciate it. And that's that's about it for today. I do need to shoot off quickly because I'm going to a gig. So, um, so thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back again very soon with another edition of Around the World in 80 Comedians. Bye. Around the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin McLeod in Combatech.com. 
licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.